Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the East West Sports Pod. I am your host, Fidel. Alongside with me are going to be my co-hosts, Jerry and Kendall. How are you guys doing out there? Doing pretty good, Fidel. Likewise. Thank you so much. I'm Jerry, guys. All right. So we're going to go over a lot of NFL today just because it's going to be it's a busy time of the year. Uh the combine just ended. Free agency is going to start in a couple of weeks and then of course a draft next month. So first topic we're going to hit on today is going to be the combine. Uh Jerry, who stood out to you at the combine this last week? Well, from all the names, there was a lot of you know, standouts, uh, Henry Ruggs being one, one of the most notable ones being 5'11", weighing 188 pounds, you know, the, uh, stud wide receiver out of Alabama running a four two seven forty, And it was kind of weird, right? Cause upset that he didn't break the record, but still a four two seven forty, blazing fast. And then his vertical at 42 inch vertical, his hand side, Seven inches is it's just insane, but the the one that my eye had me go second look at some of his tape was Chase Claypool, the wide receiver. Game. He measured in at six foot four, two hundred and thirty eight pounds, ran a four with a forty, had a forty and a half inch vertical. I mean, wow! They I've been seeing that they've been asking him if he would move to tight end, and he's open to it. From when I look back, he actually he actually was a gunner for Notre Dame on special teams and had over 20 tackles this season. So those are two names that really stood out for me. How about you, Kendall? Yes, um, Jerry, I'm going to stay right there with the wide receivers, and I'm going to look at the, um, the LSU wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. He lit it up at the combine at all his drills. He ran into four fours, and some scouts in the um, – Team reporters didn't think he was going to run that well, but I think he came into the combine with a chip on his shoulder. He shut a lot of doubters up you know, this past week. So I, I was very impressed with what I seen with Justin Jefferson. He he definitely raised his stock in this upcoming draft to probably be a top 20 pick. Um, another guy I'm going to go with would be um, Jalen Hurts, the quarterback out of Oklahoma. 
he he lived up. He came in a little overshadowed because there were so many quarterbacks that, 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 that everybody think that's going to be going ahead of him. But I think he really he shut a lot of Dallas up as well. He came in also with a chip on his shoulder. And I think he um he he threw the ball really good, threw it, threw it very well. He was on target a lot with, with his quarterback drills. Yeah, those are all good points. Uh, one person that stood out to me was Isaiah Simmons, a uh, linebacker from Clemson. Uh, I do not believe people thought he was going to run that fast during that 40. Did you guys see that? Yes, I did see it. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's, he's definitely he's a freak of nature. I mean, it's just what, what he can do. Yeah, I think he definitely helped himself out there uh, he, during he, the 40 he, and the other drills as well. All right, guys. So next, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about all the divisions in in the in uh, NFL. Starting today with the AFC West, we're gonna go over team needs. So uh, we're gonna go with Jerry. If you want to go over a couple teams in the AFC West, sure thing. Thanks, Fidel. Again, real quick, I, I I would like to just start off by um, the entire AFC West is in trouble. Um, I think that when you look at their team building, they're going to have to second look. Even though they may need possessional needs, I think that in the end, the defending Super Bowl champions are the Kansas City Chiefs. Now the team has to focus on stopping number 15, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and, you know, uh, so I think I think that their their draft needs are going to be a little bit different, but definitely, let's go ahead and cover for foremost. Let's let's, let's start off with the Broncos. Um, today, you know, Broncos made some news. Uh, they actually they were able to acquire through a, I believe it was a fourth round uh, draft pick for AJ Bouye from from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Cornerback uh, was definitely a need that they need. I believe Chris Harris will no longer be with the team, so that was one of their that was needs. Uh, additionally, you know, twelve round team was is a top need. Definitely, they need to solidify uh, an offensive team and the linebacker. You know, there's so, so much uncertainty right now with uh, Flacco. You know, unfortunately, with the neck injury and all, but you know, they did they did. Up, you know, drafting Drew Locke, I think that his his, his future looks extremely a strong arm quarterback. Uh, looks like he he has a good connection with Corlett. You know, I, I I really do believe that. You know, if if anything, I copycat league. You know, going back to one of the uh, one of the, that stood out to me in the draft and Henry Ruggs, I think that you know, you know how they say. Join him. I think that Henry Ruggs could be your next Tyreek Hill-ish type player. I think that you know where they're drafting at fifteen, it's very, very, it's very, it's very, very possible that they could actually be in position to draft somebody uh, to be able to let Drew Locke really unload his arm and be able to has to offer uh, their team. Um, so from them. Um, I believe the chart also they I mean they have a great defense the defense is, is they've really built that defense up the right way 
you know, you can go far back as Joey Bosa and then getting Derwin James. Last year, I believe they drafted Jerry Tillery, uh, a defense tackle out of uh, Notre Dame. And then they uh, drafted uh, that safety, uh, Adderley, out of uh, Delaware. So they've been that that defense up the right way. Uh, you know, uh, right now, their biggest their their biggest need right now is the quarterback. You know, the outlier. I know Tyrod Taylor, very special. You know, I know that he he he's very accurate when when throwing those deep passes. Uh, but we haven't seen, haven't seen him in live action in, in quite some time. So I don't know if he's if he can still play at that level when he was with. I think most notably with Buffalo when he was actually able to, you know, damage. Yep. Uh, but, you know, right there at that six pick, you know, the circulation going around. I know that I'm kind of biased here. Um, I've seen people say, you know, Justin Herbert would probably be a good face uh, for the for the uh, French. You know, honestly, like I said, it's a copycat league. <laughs> I think there at six. I mean, I would I would take the gamble with Jordan Love. I mean, you have Taylor there. You can groom in Jordan Love. I know people want to look at the interception this year, but it's kind of cool because, you know, lately I've been seeing people actually pinpoint, you know, nine of those, nine out of the 17 interceptions that he threw, nine, you know, correctable. Those were his, you know, gunslinger. Uh, and the other, the other, Eight picks were off of you know receivers you know tipping uh, tipping or not being able to catch or actual tip defensive line so you know I think why not take you love you know bring them in I think I think that the their head coach uh, Lynn he 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 does a a very good job as far as grooming his 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 players in the right positions to to put up some good points some good to to be a competitive team i think if you bring in jordan love i think that you know basically you're basically i see the patrick mahomes sense i mean jordan love literally does not need no he can throw it from any uh he's very creative uh the the guy just lets that ball scream out of he gets so creative too, the way he's able just to like loft it up. If he needs to loft it up, it's his wide receiver, or he needs to beat a defender outside. Uh, there's a couple of things myself just by scouting his some of some of what I've scouted. He does lock first and second reads, but I mean all that. I think it's coachable, very unique. Uh, I don't think he's at the Patrick Mahomes level, but. The similarities are there because he doesn't need any kind of setup. He doesn't work. Doesn't need to be clean. He literally can put the ball where he needs to put it, and it will get there in a hurry. You know, definitely, I, I I do see. You know, say from the quarterback, you know, Ron, get yourself a, a running back. We don't know what's going to happen with Melvin Gordon. You solidify the offensive tackle, and uh, and and maybe address the, the position later on, but. You know, I think that the AFC West is going to be definitely one of the tougher divisions in the next couple of years or so. Yeah, and and then just to add on uh, the quarterback situation with the Chargers, yeah, Jordan Love did uh, his stock definitely went up. I think after the combine too, uh, he looked really good out there. 
So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with that. Uh, Kendall, who do you think, you know, as far as needs go for the Raiders and Chiefs? Oh, yes. Thank you for that. I'm going to start with the Las Vegas Raiders. I think, I mean, you know, this is John Gruden. He's coming into his third season. And this right here, it'll be uh, Mike Mayock's second season with the Las Vegas Raiders. So I think the clock is starting to tick on Gruden. And, and you know, the owner up top, they're starting to see that they, they, want, they want to know what's going on, which direction the team's headed in. He's had, he had plenty of time so far. Like I said, he's coming to his third season. So how about let's start off, I think, we don't know yet if they're completely sold on Derek Carr, but, you know, there's been numerous differential reports on, on that situation. But how about, come on, let's let's try to get Derek Carr some weapons. And they, they got the 12th pick and they got the 19th pick. At 12th, I think they can go out and get, you know, a C.D. Lamb. I, I believe he'll still be available for them on the board because you got to get your quarterback some weapons. You know, it, it, always, it can't always, can't every time, it can't just be on Derek Carr. When the when the team's not performing well, so let's just get him get him some weapons and grade him off of that when he has ample weapons to, to throw to on the outside. And I think with the uh, I think if they get CD Lamb, he can open up that open up the offense and he, he can really challenge the defense for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, at the night with the nineteen pick, I think they should go corner. I think I need I need they, they had a bunch of um injuries in the secondary last season, and that's um that accounts for a lot of their losses this past year. So I think they need to go corner. And I think maybe that guy like Kristen Fortin. He should be on the board available for them. He's a, he'd be a great pick. Like I said, Las Vegas just sitting in a great spot at the twelve and nineteen, so they can go a different. They can go a very a variety of different ways right there. So I think they really can't go with, go wrong with those two picks right there for Las Vegas, and for the um, I'm gonna go with the, with the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions. Well, like I said, I mean, it's hard to say you have a lot of knees if you know you're just coming off a Super Bowl win. So I mean, if I if I'm the Chiefs. How about let's 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 get a running back back there to help out Mahomes. They they had Damian Williams this past season. He ran the ball pretty well for them. I think I honestly think he could have got Super Bowl MVP over Mahomes. I think he played a little better than Mahomes, but I mean I I, I like him. He's been he's been a machine in the playoffs, a touchdown machine, scoring a bunch of touchdowns. I think how about how we can go, probably can get J.K. Dobbins right there at thirty two because right now my mom, I got like maybe like one running back going in the first round. And I think J.K. Dobbins. He'll be available for the for the Kansas City Chiefs at at the thirty two with that pick, and let's try to open up the offense a little more behind Mahomes. Yeah, most definitely. Just going back to the Raiders, I hope Isaiah Simmons will drop to them, but I highly doubt that. Uh, I think Carolina's probably gonna, <laughs> I think Carolina's probably going to draft him. Um, but yeah, no, those are all really good points, guys. So next episode, we will be going over the AFC South uh, team needs as well. All right, and last but not least, free agency. There's been a lot of things going on, a lot of rumors going on. Uh, free agency starts in a couple of weeks. Who do you guys have as your guys' top free agents that are going to be av- available on the market? I'll go first. Um, definitely uh, um, the one person I want to see, I want to see the contract. Uh, I want to see Dak Prescott. I think that uh, – I think he's he, – deserve this contract um from what i'm hearing is i think the number was 37 and a half million a year which would put would a, just slightly above russell wilson am i saying he's russell wilson uh type good i i think that you know he has he has strong leadership needs he doesn't turn the ball over um you know i think that you know Mike McCarthy bringing him on board, and I think I think that definitely he 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 deserves it. I want to see what that market, what's that market value? Is he gonna is he gonna set the new value? 
because you know it's just it's just a domino effect after that i mean we're here on the line getting 40 million so definitely i want to see what Dak prescott commands and his and uh and i'm i'm interested to see if the cowboys can keep amari cooper uh is uh, from what i'm hearing is if uh if anything they're going to franchise tag Dak. what are they going to do with what are they going to do with Amari Cooper? I mean, I know the Eagles tried to trade for Amari the same year that the Cowboys traded. So, you know, the Eagles have been they they they've been stuck on wide receiver wide receiver. I mean, can the Cowboys retain Amari Cooper? So, two names that right now are really really standing out to me right now. How about you, Kendall? Uh, one of the guys that I'm I'm on the edge of my seat right now about is it, Tom Brady, the New England Patriots. I mean, I mean, I don't. It, this 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 story right here has been just all over the scouting combine, everywhere for the past few weeks, and it's starting to heat up. I think if if New England doesn't get something done with Tom Brady before he hits free agency next weekend, leading to the month till the 16th of that Monday, I think they they they, they could possibly lose him. If they let him get in the fridge, I think Tom Brady would be gone from there because they're gonna have a big cap hit if he's not if he's not on their roster. If they don't re-sign him by that time, and there's been a lot of reports about him. You know, he was Facetiming Mike Rabel at the um Syracuse at Syracuse basketball game, and you know, I mean, no, who knows what they could have been talking about there? Like this, it's very it's, get, it's getting very interesting with Tom Brady where he's gonna go. There were some reports came out today that he could be interested in going to San Francisco, and maybe you know Belichick would send a draft pick back to San Fran and get Garoppolo back. You know, we we all know how that story started a few years back. So it's going to be very interesting to see. And I think he Tom Brady has the whole football landscape on pause right now because he's going to be the first domino to fall. And I think when it falls, I think we're going to start seeing moves going going both ways. So that, that's that's one that's one um name I'm keep my eye on right now. And another guy I want to look at is Robbie Anderson um from the Jets. Um, he's he's had a pretty inconsistent a few inconsistent seasons with the Jets. But like I say, you know, the Jets, they haven't really been a good team, so that could have played that could have played a huge part in his production over the past few years. But you know, some games he, he looked like he has it, and then some games he he, he doesn't he doesn't uh, play as well. So I think I mean I, w- I want to see where Robbie Anderson goes. Him and him behind Mario Cooper, he's probably wide receiver on my board in the free agent on my free agency board. And I think he he could he could come in top dog. Robbie Anderson on it. Yeah, another another name just to keep in mind is Byron Jones. I know he's going to have a very uh, – a lot of teams are going to want his services. Um, and then also, too, Chris Harris Jr. Uh, you know, they're both defensive backs. A lot of teams have that need. You know, some teams, you know, even in the AFC West, they need defensive back help. So that's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, it's only going to be in a couple of weeks, and, you know, we're going to find out where every everyone is going to land. I would like on that, Fidel. I I do I did see some news that that uh, Randy Gregory had filed for reinstatement. Um, I don't know how we should be hearing what's going to happen next with the CBA in a couple within the next couple of days, I believe. So, you know, who knows? Maybe he gets reinstated. They're able to keep him. I mean, I know he knows that he knows exactly how to get to. And that's something that Robert Quinn did for the Dallas Cowboys. And that, you know, you can never have too much pass rush. But, I mean, if you can bring a Gregory, you know, especially with that contract that he has, you know, 
maybe the Cowboys say, you know what, we're not letting Byron go, you know, and uh, I'm sorry. And thank you for the great season, uh, but we're going to focus on, on re-signing Byron. That it's very possible that they could re-sign all three draft picks, you know, uh, bias, but, you know, I, I think that this is definitely going to be a very interesting offseason. This is probably going to be one of the most interesting offseason that we've seen in years. So definitely, I know I've heard Redskins, uh, Broncos, uh, you know, for, for Byron Jones. But, you know, I, I will uh, from just following following the Cowboys, following, you know, Byron, Byron Jones, he seems to have a loyalty to the boys and to, to Jerry Jones. Um, I, I, I have still that the Cowboys have said that they would let him, you know, test create, but definitely, you know, I don't want to see, I don't want to see him, you know, say goodbye, but see where he ends up, you know, and uh, see, see what he can bring to his new team. And then uh, also too, just, um, you know, we're going to free over free agency and, uh, but also Jacksonville, I think that team, I think they're going to tear that team apart. Um, I, I just read a uh, report that they are possibly looking to trade Calais Campbell as well. Um, so we're just going to have to keep an eye out and they might just trade everyone away, you know, um, but they do have a lot of draft picks. I know that we talked, I, been talking we 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 all had our meeting and uh i remember uh you called it tank for for trevor and it's funny right because we were saying that about the panthers and it was funny because uh you know from credible sources that i that that we all follow all that they had put on their a tank for 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 trevor uh obviously uh but that i just thought it was kind of funny that i'd 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 bring you know um, you know, when you when you can rebuild, I when you said you know Jack the Jacksonville Jaguars. What's how ironic is it that Jacksonville and the Panthers were both you know uh, came into the league at the same time, and and it looks like they they could possibly both be completely just demolishing the current roster and just rebuilding it bottom up. But uh, gonna it's gonna be a really interesting to see what they, you know, what both teams do and see what they, what happens from there. Yeah. Kendall. And then also too, you know, those very good points about, you know, Brady and him possibly going to the Niners in exchange for Jimmy Garoppolo that, you know, that was just a rumor that, you know, that came out this morning, but now as the day goes on, yeah. there's a lot of credible people actually, you know, mentioning this on Twitter and whatnot. So it's yeah, going to be yeah. very, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see if that actually does happen. Uh, where do yes. you guys see? Where, where do you guys possibly see uh, Philip Rivers landing? Well, um, for the, I think with Philip Rivers, I was going to mention that in, in my other scenario. I think Philip Philip Rivers could possibly um, end up in Tampa Bay. I think um, that's a, that's a really funny situation to monitor right there. Is going on in Tampa Bay. I don't think they're completely sold on James because you know what James, you know what you're going to get. He's going to give you two interceptions a game. He, like this past season, <laughs> he threw he threw, he threw thirty touchdowns and then he he give you thirty picks. So I don't you know we we don't know what they're going to do with James and Bruce Aarons came out at the combine. He said 
you know, we can win without Jameis. And that, that, that if somebody comes available like Breeze or Tom Brady, we're definitely going to, we're going to take a look at it. And he, he kept it real at the combine. And he, and he put Jameis on watch. So I, I think Phillip Rivers, I think he would, he would be a great fit there along with a Ryan Tannehill or any Dalton. But I don't think, think Jameis Winston would be back in Tampa Bay. Just to add real quick, I did see yeah. that I believe the franchise is going to Shaq Barrett, not to Jameis. Yeah, Shaq Barrett's going to get it. Yes, I've seen that. So, so that does that does make Jameis Winston the the odd man out. I kind of see Philip Rivers though. I kind of see him more leaning towards the Colts. I'm just you know, more of a dome setting. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know is that strong arm that he has. You know what I mean? So I think. I think, you know, if you can get into a dome, help you out. Um, I know that they, they don't have – I the wide receivers, they don't – they I mean, aside from T.Y. Hilton, Chris Campbell was, was their, their second-round draft pick. Was he second? Yeah, I believe he was. You know, but, but definitely I think I think it'd be interesting to see him, you know, maybe for the Colts. And I do see possibly the Buccaneers with Phillip Rivers. Yeah, and then just keep an eye out for Chris Harris signing with the Chiefs as soon as free agency starts. Um, that's one player I want to keep an eye on for the Super Bowl champion Chiefs is Chris that's Harris. An that's an interesting one. And then also to well, – but, the, uh, but the, Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say that the Chiefs, they – I just saw that – obviously we all saw they franchise tag Chris Jones because, you know, you're talking about tackle that – you know, 25 years, I believe he's 20, 25. You know, he's going to command 20, about 20 million a year. So, you know, what said, you got Patrick Mahomes, who we've, we've all seen and heard 40 million a year. How, how much cap space do you have, especially, you know, looking at Frank, uh, Tyron Matthew, uh, you know, what do you, how, how can you, somebody like Chris Harris, who's going to probably, He's probably going to ask for a twelve to fifteen mil a year, uh, and then he's thirty-one. So I, I, I mean, logically, yeah, who doesn't want to stand with the, with the Super Bowl con- contending team? But the what they do with with their with their cap situation that's going to be very interesting on what they're going to do. Um, I know that I know Kendall had said that you know I, he saw uh, maybe a J.K. Dobbins being there for them in the first round. I will say this, the Chiefs have one of the most aggressive GMs in the entire um, NFL, Leach. Uh, so I, I do see him drafting a corner for that reason, be able to, to, to not, you know, take such a big cap hit on, on, you know, a free agent corner. So definitely it's going to be very interesting to see what they do in free agency. Uh, definitely, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, you know, an end division, you know, uh, well, it's not a trade, right? But in division, you know, a player going within the, the face off their old their old team that'd be that'd be fun to watch. Also, another thing to keep an eye on is uh, Andy Dalton getting traded to the Bears. I I believe he's he is going to get traded, but that seems like the most likely destination for uh, Andy Dalton to actually be traded to because he might actually have a chance to start. Do you think Andy Dalton is is better than than uh, than 
MVP but, Mitch, but, do you think that Andy okay. Dalton can get him to the uh, to possibly to the Super Bowl? I think Andy Dalton could um, get the Bears deep into the playoffs. I've always been an Andy Dalton fan. I think he could really get them deep. You know, he's going he's going to turn the ball over a few, but I think Mitch Trubisky he's too he's he's too cautious with the ball. I think any dog, he's going to take them chances with his arm. He's going to take them chances. They got a great defense there. They got a few weapons. They might add a couple weapons in the draft. But I think that that's a pretty good team for any dog. He's been he's been on much much worse teams in Cincinnati, and he took them to the playoffs a couple of times. But I think he really could do some damage in Chicago. Yeah, those are that's a good point. And also, too, uh, let's keep an eye on what the Redskins do with Dwayne Haskins. I know they just drafted him last year, but there's been all a lot of reports coming out from Washington saying that he had a hard time learning the playbook last year, even a coach, you know, possibly thinking he, he had dyslexia. I think that's what I read earlier. So I saw you know, that they, report too. Yeah. They, they've been rumored to draft the quarterback too with their pick. Um, but we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. I don't know what you guys think about that. How can you pass it's the much? Face <laughs> <Ace> young. <laughs> How can you play young? I mean, they say he's a generational player, you know. I know Tua Bailoa is a very special quarterback. I, I see all he has all the intent, you know, but but how can you pass up on Chase Young? But you know, it, we've seen some crazy things happen in the draft. I mean, I think Seattle Seahawks pulling out A.J. Coyier, who everybody said he was going to be a late second Get him a first round draft pick. You know what I mean. So, uh, we've seen crazy. Yeah. We've seen crazy. We've seen picks. Uh, not just last year, but each year that that goes by. Hopefully, in the next segment, we'll be able to cover who we think you know would be a a a pick that you know we're seeing and you know that are being mocked in third rounds who would actually be a first. Right. So, hopefully, we could do that in the next segment. All right, guys, any any final thoughts before we end this episode? Well, no, nah, guys, I pretty much covered all that. Uh, I just want to say, I just want to give a special thanks to everybody that tuned in. Thank you so much. We really support. And like Fidel said, you know, follow us on our platforms. We're going to be very engaging. We, you know, questions, you know, once we post something, you have if you have a question, ask away on the actual post that we post, whether it be on Twitter on our Instagram or even on the Facebook page, we'll engaging. We're going to answer all your questions. You know, definitely. You know, all three of us we study of the game, and and the game is life for us. So, definitely, guys, thank you so much for all. Your, and looking forward to, you to to catching up with you guys next week. All right, guys, this is going to do it for us. Catch us on Friday. We're going to be going over AFC South team needs. And then also any breaking news that happens between now and Friday. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Hope everybody has a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Ravelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to electricast.com and join our community today. 
Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast. Electricast.